health, fitness, mindset, purpose, fulfillment. Welcome to the High Powered Podcast. Prepare to take your life to greater heights. Please welcome your host, Chase Livingston. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to the High Powered Podcast. This is your boy, Chase Livingston. And I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for taking time out of your day to hit play on this podcast, which is still new. It's still fresh. It's still a work in progress. It's definitely not perfect. And let's be honest, there's a lot of other uh, probably more interesting, more qualified people that you could be listening to. So nonetheless, I just say thank you for listening. If you've never heard this podcast before, this is the High Powered Podcast. And what I do is I just share ideas, concepts, different things that I'm trying to apply to my life as I'm on this journey to becoming a high-powered individual. And my hopes, my aspirations, my prayers, my wishes is that it will benefit you as well. And you can take these things, apply it to your life, and become high-powered as well. Because let's be honest, we all got a God-given purpose. We got a reason that we're here on this planet. We're here to make an impact. We're here to make a change. We're here to do incredible things. And we can only do that if we are living in an optimal state of being. If we're worried about our health, if we're worried about our finances, if we're worried about how we're going to make it by, then we can't be as influential and impactful as we should be. So my goal with this is to help you become a greater human and uh, uh, live the life that um, you should be living, right? And so Like I said, I'm not sure I'm the most qualified guy to do it, but I've been feeling it on my heart to start a podcast. So here we are, and thank you for being here. Um, Guys, today, I'm not talking about a lot of health and fitness today. Um, I'm mostly going to be focused on your emotional state. And guys, from time to time, like yesterday, I went through some stuff, and it just threw off my emotional state, and I got in a bad mood. And this is a part of being a human. Every now and then, you know, we're going to get in bad moods. We're going to get hit with these different things like, you know, worry or depression or anxiety or whatever it may be. These different things affect us as humans. You know, we, every now and then we all feel bogged down. You know, we all get, you know, caught up in life and something happens to us or we just kind of get in these moods, right? And whatever it is, uh, you know, these, these moods, they affect our, our productivity. They affect our ability to impact and help others and, and live our life's purpose. I'm not saying these are, are, uh, negative emotions and you should never ever feel certain ways, but, um, we don't want them to consume us and prevent us from living our life's purpose, right? So we've got to, um, uh, we've got to be able to mitigate these things. We've got to be able to manage these different emotions, right? And so, uh, now before we really dive into the three things that I want to share with you today, what, let me, let me just tell you this, uh, a little medical disclaimer here. Um, I'm not a doctor and I have, uh, nothing to share here that can help cure or prevent certain types of depression or other negative emotions. Okay. Let's just get that out there. Um, if you were experiencing something on a clinical level, then I recommend you get with a professional. I am just offering some information, some general guidance, uh, more for educational and entertainment purposes. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> just like not claiming to be, you know, uh, your physician or, you know, your, your counselor, your psychiatrist or anything like that. I'm just sharing what helps and works for me, right? In hopes that somebody else may, um, uh, benefit from this as well. 
Um, so check it out. Listen, today I got three things that I want to share with you. These are three simple things that can kind of help you overcome these negative emotions that we have from time to time. Not to say never feel that way, but just so that we can kind of mitigate it and we can kind of get out of that funk we all get in from time to time, right? Um, I want to put you back in good spirits. Um, but if you'll stick with me, I do have two other things that you could probably, if you've listened to this podcast, you can guess to what the two things are before we even get there. But I'll save those two things for the end. Um, the other day I was talking to somebody and he made the comment that when he has free time or when he gets bored, then he can get kind of depressed, you know. And immediately I thought to myself, a huge contributing factor to many people's negative emotions like depression or fear, anxiety, uh, not everybody, but I do feel like some people start to feel this way, that it could be associated with a lack of purpose or uh, there's not really a sense of meaning in their life, you know, that something is missing, something is lacking. And uh, like I say, I don't think this is the case for everybody, and I think it'd be naive to say so, but for many of us who are the average individuals just going about our lives, we may get to feeling like this because we are created to make an impact. That's what we were born to do, and when we don't feel like we're doing that on the level that we we feel called to, it can kind of sometimes wear down our spirit, you know, and cause us to get, you know, uh, upset or uh, worried or feel fearful or whatever it may be. So the first thing I want to share with you uh, that can actually help this is when you feel like I don't have this sense of purpose, I don't have that meaning in my life, here's what you can do. Volunteer your time. Okay, go out and do something with your free time that would, you know, uh, other be used uh, as time being spent bored or allowing these negative thoughts to creep in. Use that spare time you've got to um, go volunteer for a nonprofit or a shelter or a local organization. There is no shortage of needs for volunteers in those areas. You know, whatever it may be, whatever your heart feels called or led to to help or contribute to, I would suggest you find ways that you can do that. You know, if it's kids or if it's youth or if it's students then maybe look at getting involved with the boys or girls club boys and girls club or you know boy scouts or girl scouts or you know uh coaching a, a little league team or getting involved with the youth in your church doing something like that to where you know you can kind of step into that role and it can feel that need that desire for you to to serve and to have that meaning in your life right volunteer your time i'm not saying that you get something back from it monetarily right don't go get a new job that you feel is going to fill this need um, sometimes that may be the case but really volunteering your time it does something else to us it does something on a more not to get crazy on you but a little spiritual like giving of your time your time is precious so when you give that when you offer that and you're not expecting anything in return, you actually do get blessed in some other ways. And usually people will, you know, thank you for that. Or you, you know, you get other, other opportunities that could lead to whatever it may be. Right. So what are some places you could be volunteering for? You know, could you bring something new to your community? Is there a need that needs to be filled or a service that needs to be provided? Um, who are the people that you feel called to serve where is your heart leading you with with that kind of thing you know especially if you get bored you get down or you had this free time what's a group of people or something that you could do that you personally feel like i want to help them like or i want to be a part of what they're doing you know and then i would suggest you find ways to do that 
Um, so that's number one. Uh, you know, we let me add this real quick. We find meaning in our lives by pouring into other people. You know, we're social creatures by nature, and even your most recluse people, they still need physical contact. They need some human uh, relationships, right? So find a need, a mission, or a group of people to help, and go give them your time, right? Just go be with them. Um, not expecting anything in return, and I promise you're going to find a little bit of meaning in your life. You may meet somebody and they connect with you, or uh, you may just like be just the person with the right skills that they needed at the right time. It's crazy how some of this stuff sometimes works out. Um, I spent personally, I spent a lot of my time in college volunteering uh, my time working in the theater. You know, that's what I was going to school for, it's what I was passionate about, and it's where a lot of my interests were at the time. And so I loved spending time at the theater and just volunteering, working on sets, cleaning up, all that kind of stuff. It um it kept me out of the house and most importantly kept me out of my head. You know, I was up there, I was socializing with other people, I was helping build stuff. I felt I felt like I was creating, I was using some of my artistic gifts and talents. And monetarily I never got really anything from that, but on so many other levels, I got so much, you know, relationships and just experience and just a sense of meaning in my life. Like, man, we're putting on this show, you know, we're doing this and that felt good. So that's just a personal example of mine to kind of shed some light on what you could possibly doing for yourself. Um, another problem we tend to face as humans is we place so much value on who we are rather than on other people, right? We can get in these selfish states where it's all about us and you know what we have or haven't done and why it's fair or why it's not fair and usually these internal dialogues to ourselves about ourselves they can get a little ugly they can get nasty you know and it can just you can just start rabbit holing or just getting in these little feedback loops that you know just kind of cause you to get a little depressed like Beat yourself up a little bit, you know, I'm never going to be good enough or I'm never going to have the opportunity to do this or if my parents would have raised me this way, if the government wasn't this way, you know, that's just like a never ending cycle there. And here's the problem, you know, anytime we focus too much on ourselves, I believe it's time to shift our attention to other people, you know, stop focusing so much on you. Like, I'm, I'm sorry to say that, uh, you know, sure, you're special, you're important, but you're not that significant. Okay. Um, at the end of the day, you need to make that transition. Okay. Stop pushing, putting so much importance on yourself and submit yourself to the surface of other people. And it kind of goes in line with what we were talking, but here's actually what I want to offer you on this one. Uh, another simple and quick thing that you can do, uh, so you know, uh, you could do this early in the morning or in the evening or just whenever you're kind of feeling those weird emotions and you need to kind of get out of that self-centered uh, type atmosphere where you're just kind of gloating on yourself and, uh me, Put the attention on other people, and here's how you do it. I want you to shoot five people a text message, you know, letting them know how great they are, uh, what they mean to you, or that you're just thinking about them. Let them know that you love them. Let you know, let them know that you're thinking about them. You know, just recall a special memory with that person. Just do something thoughtful. Make sure it's genuine, and do that with five different people. I mean, I, I got this uh, idea from a book by Ryan Munson, I believe is his name, and the benefits here are threefold. Number one, you're going to brighten somebody else's day with you know this spontaneous message. They may not expect you to message them at all, and then all of a sudden, here you are just saying, hey, dude, I don't know if you remember that time, but man, that was incredible. Just wanted to let you know I'm thinking about you, and I, I just hope you're, you're, you're killing it in life right now. 
um, that's going to do something for that person. The the second thing is you're going to feel good for uplifting somebody else. You're putting your attention onto somebody else. You're shining a light on them, not on you. And actually, when we do that, that fills us. That makes us feel good. Um, and then the third thing is you never know what that conversation could could turn into, you know, you may text them at a time when they needed you to say that they needed somebody to give them some sort of reassurance or to build them up or whatever, or they may have been thinking about you or needing to connect with somebody about a specific opportunity. Who knows what these conversations could lead to? It could lead to, you know, a dinner date, or it could lead to, you know, a, a rekindling of something special. Who knows? But the thing is, is that you do it. And at the very least, you're impacting someone's day. If it leads to something awesome, if not, at the very least, you shed light on how great somebody else is. And it took the weight and the pressure off the attention off of yourself, right? Um, Another thing I would say is if you feel these moods kick in at unwanted time is to take a look at your environment. And we're going into number three here. How does your room or your office, your your kitchen or your home in general look? You know, when's the last time it was cleaned? Do you have laundry piled on your dresser or old food pushed to the back of the fridge? You know, I've mentioned this in other episodes, but our environments, they're like an extension of us. You know, the atmosphere that we are constantly taking in plays a direct role in how we think and feel. And so uh, take a look at, you know, are you living in a cluttered space? Are you living in, you know, dirt and mess and, and gunk and there's all these different projects that need to get done? Has the garage been piled up with stuff and you've been saying, I'm going to do it? And it's just like being put into the back of your mind. Like all of these things do affect us. And anytime we start to get in these negative emotions, sometimes just to kind of get out of that state, it helps to put our bodies into action and do something and decluttering your environment and, you know, going back to a neat and clean orderly state can do wonders for you. You're going to get that renewed sense of creativity. You're going to have that sense of drive. You're going to be ready to do more. And so that's what I would recommend is, you know, you take a day if you need to, or a few hours and you just like go, go on a cleaning rampage or just a, an organization rampage, redo your room or whatever you need to do. And, um, See if that doesn't play a difference. Um, I believe it was Jordan Peterson who made the statement famous, uh, clean up your room, right? And so the whole idea there is that you um, you find a task, you know, and you focus on what you can handle and uh, you clean your room, you know, and that's going to get you out of that funk. But it's also going to do something else for you. It's going to give you momentum like, yes, today I did this. I didn't go out and do some huge change the world. I started small. I started with what I could control, a simple task in front of me, and I did it. I knocked it out. One client that I work with, uh, he, he's just an incredible person. He's a doctor, and he said that his mom engraved something in him very young that uh, she told him, make your bed. At the very least, every single day, make your bed. She said, as long, even if you go the rest of your day, you don't do anything but sit on the couch and watch TV. At least you made your bed. Now, I'm not saying just make your bed and you know the rest of your day can be whatever, but I like the principle of that is focus on something that you can handle. It's going to develop routine. It's going to establish that clean, orderly state. Do something that you can handle every single day, and I think cleaning your environment and, and, and getting rid of clutter and all that stuff plays a massive role. Um, you know, my sense is that 
you personally want to change the world. If you're listening to this, you want to build yourself up so um, so that you can do this. This is actually a uh, – um, I think this is a quote from Jordan Peterson. He said, my sense is that you want to change the world. You start with yourself and work outward because you build your competence that way, right? And so instead of going out and trying to do all this different stuff, you focus on yourself, and guys, I went a long period where I just like really dove deep on Jordan Peterson. And this was one of the quotes that kind of stuck out to me. Like, stop trying to make all these people's lives change and offer them all this advice. Like, you need to focus on yourself and get your own uh, ducks in a row. You know, you need to get in front of the eight ball before you start telling other people that, right? And so, once again, it kind of goes back to this podcast. I'm not telling you to do anything, really. I felt called to share this information, but really, I'm doing this to reiterate this in my own life. I don't care if nobody listens to this. This is mostly just me being obedient to God and myself for starting this thing. If you get something, a benefit from it, man, that's awesome. And thank you for listening, seriously. But really, it's just coming down to uh, building up my competence, you know? And so I'm trying to start with myself. I'm not trying to tell you, hey, go clean your room or anything like that. But um, I don't know where I'm going with that. But hopefully you're kind of resonating with what I'm saying. You know, focus on yourself and allow that to start shining outward. You know, soon people will come to you for the advice or people will come to you for the help or the expertise because they'll see it in you because you're focused on you working on you, right? Um, so those are the three things I've got for you today. Volunteer your time to a cause or for other people. Number two, message five people spontaneously and take the focal point of your life off of you. And number three, clean up your room or clear the clutter in your life. Clear the clutter in your life. I love it. Um, also, what would this podcast be if I didn't share with you two bonus points for mitigating negative emotions? Um, and I'm going to give you some studies on this one, but <laughs> you all knew this was coming. One of the best ways to mitigate negative emotions is daily exercise. Boom. But you didn't see that coming. There was a, uh, an article posted in 2004 in, I guess this is a form magazine or something, Psychiatria Polska. The meta-analysis of correlation and experimental studies reveal positive effects of exercise in healthy people and in clinical populations, also in patients with emotional disorders, regardless of gender and age. The benefits are significant, especially in subjects with an elevated level of anxiety and depression because of more room for possible change. Listen to this. The results confirmed the acute effect of exercise, i.e. the reductions in anxiety and depression after single sessions of exercise. So after one session of exercise, we saw anxiety and depression rates decrease. How incredible. The changes in anxiety, depression, and mood states after exercise are explained most frequently by the endorphin and the monoamine hypothesis, right? So you get those good feel-good uh, endorphins flowing. And it's going to make you feel better and it's going to alleviate those symptoms of worry, fear, anxiety, whatever it may be. Um, that's the hypothesis anyways. Exercise may also increase body temperature, blood circulation in, in the brain and impact hypothalamic, uh, pituitary, adrenal axis and physiological reactivity to stress. The possible psychological mechanisms include improvement of self-efficacy, distraction and cognitive dissonance. So... What they're saying here is that exercise is beneficial for stress and anxiety on so many different levels, right? It's going to help you become more self-efficient, uh, you know, getting your business done. Uh, it's going to kind of distract you from those negative emotions that you might have and uh, kind of help with cognitive dissonance as well. 
Another one from 2004 was from Boston University School of Medicine. There is evidence to suggest that the addition of cognitive behavioral therapies, specifically exercise, can improve treatment outcomes for many patients. Exercise is a behavioral intervention that has shown great promise in alleviating symptoms of depression. And then the last one I'll share with you is from 2020 Physical Exercise for Human Health. Physical activity appears to be protective against anxiety disorders in clinical and non-clinical populations. Exercise, a subset of physical activity, has been shown to significantly reduce the symptoms of anxiety. The mechanisms through which exercise produces these effects are likely to involve a combination of biological and psychological factors. Physical activity may also be useful in reducing the symptoms of comorbid mental health conditions and the risk of physical health complications over time. Wow. Promoting physical activity could be a method of preventing or treating anxiety disorders with a wide range of benefits. So listen, when I'm when I'm citing these studies, there's one thing I need to make clear. They're not proving that physical exercise uh, helps with um, these things. They're saying it may be beneficial. The research is showing correlation that it does seem to help. Um, I'm not saying it's the end-all be-all though, right? I don't want to make that claim here, but it is an option, and for the standard population, I would say it definitely could help, right? Um, the last one that I want to share, bet you didn't see this coming, is uh, this will also help mitigate those negative emotions, is your daily devotion to God, okay? And so that can be reading the Bible, that can be just like, you know, bringing your worries to Him in prayer. You know, He tells us to cast all of our cares on Him. And what I want to do is just share a few scriptures with you to just kind of build you up and whatever that fear, worry, or doubt, or whatever it is that you may feel, um, and see if we can alleviate that a little bit. This is God's Word. This is His Word to us. So we say, this is your word is bond, God. Your word is a promise to us. So what you say in the Bible, it affects our life. We believe it, you mean it, and it is going to take place in our lives. So check this out. Isaiah 41.10 says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You're feeling worried. You're feeling depressed. <laughs> He's going to strengthen you and help you. He says it. It's right here. Okay. Um, He's going to uphold you. So you may be going through some difficult times. You may be feeling some fear and some worry. Take your cares and cast them upon him. He will lift you up. He will strengthen you. Okay. Uh, that's a promise. It's written right here. Another one I want to share with you is Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. When we feel these feelings of fear, anxiety, worry, depression, whatever it is, no, he commanded us. We must be strong and courageous. I know it's tough, but we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be discouraged because he is with us everywhere. Cast your cares on him. Be with me right now, God. I need your help. I need your strength. I need your courage. Build me up right now. Cast your cares on him and recite this verse. This is your promise to me. You said you were with me wherever you wherever I go. Um, and uh, yes, and here's another one that I really like. Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Okay? This is probably the most important one. Um, because it basically tells us exactly what to do when we feel anxious, you know, don't be anxious. Number one, when we're feeling, when you're feeling those emotions, I understand they're normal, but you don't have to feel those things. Okay. And, uh, but what you should do instead is take your, your petition and your prayer, be grateful 
and take it to God. God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for this life. Even this weird emotion I'm feeling, thank you that I'm human enough to experience it. And God, I just want to tell you right now, I'm feeling this way. It kind of sucks. And uh, I'm just needing your help. Um, Would you lift this burden from me? God, you say that your burden is light, that your yoke is easy. Can I take up your burden? You know, can I take up your yoke? Because it's easy. I need you, Father. You know, Give that a try. Give that a try. And it's, listen, guys, I'm saying, I'm talking about it like it's easy, guys. I struggle with this every single day. That's why we must renew our mind every single day. And so uh, while I kind of conclude here, I start to close. I've given you a lot of different things, okay? I've given you the three different strategies that you can use, just kind of getting your mind off yourself, serving other people, um, you know, reaching out to other people and just building them up, um, you know, doing things like, you know, cleaning your environment, uh, but also exercise, you know, build, build yourself up, you know, um, build those endorphins, get that stuff flowing, that blood flow, that oxygen, that makes a difference. And then taking your request to God and just saying, God, I know what your promise is. I know what your word says, and I'm just going to let it go. I'm going to let it go and I'm going to take up your burden because that's what you say. And, um, and I need you. (laughs) And so, um, cool guys. That's all I got. You know, I kind of riff off the cuff sometimes and, uh, I give this thing one go. Like I'm not going to go back through and cut and chop and change. I'm just letting everything come from the heart. If I say something stupid, if I get off track, whatever, it's all good. This is just a practice for myself and hopefully you still get something from it. So if you're still with me, if you're still listening, thank you so much. And, uh, guys, we got more episodes to come, more great things to come. Stay on this journey towards becoming a better individual. Oh, 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 oh,